Richie Zuniga grew up in the Concord area and graduated from Concord High School. He was an all-star soccer player and athlete of the year who had been recruited to play soccer professionally in Germany. In October of 2006, Richie was the passenger in a car when the driver swerved to avoid a deer and ended up in an embankment. Richie survived the accident but became quadriplegic. With the help of his friends and family, Richie began regaining the pieces of his life back and has become an inspiration to so many people along the way. He has been a soccer coach and a motivational speaker. His mom, Rosa, helps teach families dealing with similar circumstances how to cope and deal with their new lifestyle. This family is a huge inspiration and a loving resource for the quadriplegic community. Let's welcome them both to the show. Hello, how are you, Richard? Hi, thanks for having us. Welcome, welcome. Well, we were so honored to tell your story in the current October issue of the 110 Magazine. And um, these are the type of stories that are near and dear to my heart and really um, what keeps the 110 Magazine such an amazing resource is sharing stories such as yours. Uh, very inspirational. Let's talk a little bit about your story. So uh, at, it, unfortunately at age 18, you were in this car accident. Share with us a little bit about what you remember about that whole ordeal at that time. Um, I didn't remember too much. I mean, I remember being in the car, being uh, going down the freeway. I mean, we were going a little fast, but uh, there was a deer on the road and we tried to swerve. And I just remember hitting the guardrail and my head kind of like hitting the side window. And uh, back right there, I kind of kind of blacked out until I got to the bottom. And I blacked out and I got to the bottom. The next thing I saw was a friend at the window kind of saying, you know, Richie, wake up, Richie, wake up, trying to keep me awake. And I just felt really tired and I closed my eyes and basically woke up two weeks later at, uh, at the hospital. Wow, two weeks later. So you were in a coma for two weeks. And then how long were you in the hospital altogether? Almost a year? No, like about, about four months probably. Uh, well, yeah. It was all the holidays. Yeah, there. so it was about four months. It's, so definitely after, because it was in October, and it was definitely after New Year's, so around there. Okay. And then from there, how soon do you go to physical therapy, or how does that work exactly? Uh, I mean, we you basically you can try to go as soon as you can, but uh, you know, physical therapy isn't free, so you just kind of have to work up the funds to be able to go Gosh. if you're not in the hospital. If you're in the hospital, then, yeah, therapy will help you out, but... Once you're out of rehab, you're kind of on your own. Um, wow. We end up taking him to a place called SciFit, and that is in um, Pleasanton. Uh, yeah, he, they're located in Pleasanton. And there are one of the, at the time, um, they were located in San Diego. And as soon as we found out Richie's accident had happened, every we they told us, oh, you need to take him to this place. 
but it was, of course, it was so expensive. So my husband and a friend of us ours flew to San Diego and they wanted to check it out, see if there was something that would help Richie. So um, unfortunately, it was way over our budget. It was ridiculous. So um, a few weeks later after um, that, after my husband came back from that trip, um, we found out a friend of ours said they uh, that actually does makes wheelchairs and um, uh, uh, we met him through a mutual friends. He ended up telling us that they had opened a place in Pleasanton and um, we took we went there and it was a little bit more affordable. We started doing fundraisers and and we were one of the first uh, actually one of the first uh, clients there. And we became, as a matter of fact, he, I think they just opened one in the Brainwood area, I want to believe, or out that way. It's okay. And, um, and they were very helpful. And we were, we were taking him there and, um, did a lot of fundraisers. And it's usually when you're, when you're paralyzed like this and it's so overwhelming with the money, you know, it's like everything is so expensive. Well, I mean, to deal with the stress of it all and the emotional toll it takes, and then the financial on top of that. Yeah. Yes. Whoa. So, well, so we did we we did do a lot of fundraisers just to get him to go to physical therapy there, and it's awesome, wonderful place, which I recommend to every person that has a spinal cord injury to go there if you're able to do it. Start with fundraisers. Nice, nice. And then Rosa, what was this whole experience like for you, especially, um, you know, making this change? You're so it's so life changing. And then having to um, once you brought Richie home from the hospital, uh, share a little bit about that experience. Um, we brought him home from the hospital. And of course, our house wasn't a handicap accessible. So his bed, um, we had to put a hospital bed in our living room. And we were like that for a while until all of a sudden, um, we decided we we have to make you know this is going to be the rest of his life and our life, so we had to convert our our um, one of the rooms into more a wheel you know more accessible, and we had to do a shower rolling shower and all that and unfortunately that was going to be costly again, yeah. so we were very very blessed that Richie had played so many sports he played soccer football baseball um, all these. Uh, parents uh, that you don't even know what each parent does. You don't go around asking, what do you do for a living? So all yeah. these parents actually came. We had somebody that did electricity, somebody that did tile, somebody that did our um, plans. All of a sudden, it, we had a lot of donations. Um, and uh, we also had independent living, which um, Susan, they run it. And um, she was, they were able to help us with a little bit of money, at, you know, so there's resources, you know, but there's the, just a community alone. They just helped, they helped us so much just by him being an all-star athlete. All these parents just came and they helped us and we, we were able to turn his room into a, you know, decent living place. So um, it was really hard bringing him home and have to deal with all that. And then we did have, um, I did have a lot of incidents where he will pass out on me. That was very, 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 very uh, scary. And I would, I, there would be nights that I couldn't sleep, you know, and, you know, you, as your, your son, you know, you're worrying like, oh my God, and there are all these new things, he's paralyzed, he can't do anything. Um, 
So I called the ambulance a lot of times until I finally realized that I don't need to be calling the ambulance all this time. You know, after a while, um, I kind of learned all the ropes and I said, you know what? I don't want these families going through this. You know, I want to. So we decided to be a um, uh, outpatient um, to help families that when they go home, you don't have to be calling the ambulance all the time. You don't have, you know, you just got to learn how to deal with it because nobody teaches you that until you're home. You, oh, you kind of learn on your own. So you're in the hospital. Everybody helps you. Yeah. You don't have nobody. You are on your own. You got to figure it out what's, you know, what works for you. So this is how we started doing, helping some of the families on, you know, I feel so bad that they go home and they don't, you know, they don't know what to do because they can't be calling the doctor and they're going to tell you what to do because even the doctors don't know because they don't know what happens at home. Yeah. we decided to do this and um i just felt better i just felt that i needed i don't want people going through what i went because i was a nervous wreck i was a mess until i had a snap out of it (laughs) i bet i bet well that's awesome and that's something we talk about in the article is you know how how that you are both a resource to these families and um, and it's it's not something that is just out there. It's it's hard to to get support and there's all kinds of support that's needed. So Richie, when you um, you know when you're going through all of this, what is getting you through this time period, especially in the beginning? Uh, share a little bit about that. Well, I would have to say the first two years were really hard. Because, you know, me being able to play sports, do basically what I want and enjoy, couldn't do anymore. So I, there was a uh, – for the first two years, it was really rough. I, I You know, I, I felt like I couldn't do anything. Uh, I uh, really down on myself. But after the two years, I just kind of said, hey, no, you know, you, you got to just pull yourself out of it. Um, the, 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 no one's going to feel sorry for you. you. I mean, life goes on. You need to just – do what you need to do. And I just kind of kept my mentality where, Hey, I got, I got to just keep pushing because no one else is going to tell me to, you know, do things. And I just had to do it myself. So, and I just kept that mentality. I said, Hey, I can do this or I can try to do this and then I'll figure it out. And uh, that's just been every, ever since. And you've come a long way because when you first left the hospital, I mean, there wasn't much you could do at all. Right. No, I could. I basically, I mean, even the wheelchair I was sent home in, and I couldn't even roll myself because it was too big for me. So I couldn't even roll myself in my own house. Uh, but once I got a wheelchair that was fitted for me, I was able to roll around, um, you know, it was, it was stuff like that. And it, it was tough in the beginning, but once I, you know, figured things out, it was a lot easier. Like, it was, even from feeding myself, my mom was feeding me for a while, but then uh, I eventually learned to do it myself because I had my mom's not always going to be there. So I I figured it out and slowly figure things out. That's basically how it is. You figure it out. Yeah. Like uh, my, what's in my, since I'm a quadriplegic, I broke my neck. Uh, I can't use my fingers. So my hands are like this. So like when I try to even grab a cup, you know, it's two hands like this. So it's, you learn, I mean, that's all you got to do. That's all you have is nothing but time. That's all I have to say. Yes. And it sounds like though the community really rallied behind you. Were you, how, you know, 
were you were you guys um, shocked by that at how much support that the community surrounded you with? Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Yes, definitely, definitely. I mean, people uh, people we never even thought that um, would come. And they just I couldn't believe how we were able to do so much just with their help, and you know that. They were just, there were people coming, they were saying, you know, we were so-and-so, we, you know, our son played with Richie for so many years. I mean, you know, I, I see him on the field, you know, we are here to help. I mean, I even get teary because there was so oh, much. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I felt, we felt blessed. That's why I feel that I, we need to help other families get through this, you know, because it, it's, it's that phone call that no parent wants. I got that phone call. And all you got to do is make the best of it now. He's yeah. still with us. Meant, thank God nothing happened to his, his yeah. you know, mind, you know. And, you know, he's a, he's really smart. He works for Mark Scott. So he, he, he's, a big, he's a big help for them there. <laughs> That's awesome. It, now, it was really amazing. We were like, blessed how he gave us that. He gave him that wow. job. It was really amazing. Like, you know playing sports with all, all these kids growing up and then you know this accident happens and then all of a sudden their their parents stepping up and like hey we can help you and it was it's amazing you know i didn't i i mean to me there were teammates friends you know but you don't expect someone to do that for you and it's it was amazing yeah wow well now in the article you talk a little bit about a movie specifically that inspired you to share a little bit about that uh, it was called Murder Ball, uh, and uh, that was probably one of the first movies I watched about anybody being in a wheelchair, and it was about them playing rugby in a wheelchair. It's basically like basketball and football mixed, and I once I saw that, I was like, I need to play that. And, uh, and I, mom and, was like, no, yeah. you're not. You're going <laughs> to just like, hey, mom, you think I'm going to break my neck? I go, yes, you're going to break your neck. I don't know if anybody's seen what rugby in a wheelchair is like. I mean, rugby, rugby, yeah, rugby is brutal. And then in a oh. wheelchair, I can't even imagine. Oh, yeah. they, their bodies, they tip over. It's pretty, pretty crazy. I was like this half of the time. Every time he's, he, after a game, his hands will be full of blood because of the gloves and all the pushing with the wheelchair. They flip over. And if anybody gets a chance to watch a movie, yeah. It, it, do watch it. It's just pretty crazy. <laughs> or just, or just wheelchair uh, uh, rugby at, at all. It just, it's, it's a fun thing to watch, and just like, it's amazing. Wow, I love it. That's awesome. And so, how long did you play rugby? Uh, not too long. It was kind of far because it was in the city, but uh, there was a, a good, maybe a couple months or on the weekend we'll go to the YMCA, and uh, we would go and play, just pick up games, nothing. But nothing official or anything, but it was just fun to be out there, like be part of a, a team, I guess you would say, you know, wow. be part of a uh, be part of a competition because that's you know, I, I grew up with that and that's all I that's all I know. And it was it, it was a well a good way to get away to what my situation is basically. Yeah, absolutely. And then I uh, read that you did some coaching of your own. So you know, tell us a little bit about that because I can't, you know, you're not able to physically show people, show the kids anything. It all has to be verbal. And, and I can imagine that was challenging. What was it like? Uh, it was definitely a new experience, but it was fun. 
because uh, uh, it was me and another coach. Uh, and uh, we kind of talked, we talked to talk to each other in the beginning. And uh, I said, hey, you deal with the poop paperwork and I'll deal with the practices, basically. And he's like, I'm fine with that. And uh, so basically, I would go out there in my wheelchair. I mean, uh, I would have my phone with me and I would write, you know, put notes in my phone or like things I would want to do or like players who would go in at certain times. And the kids were amazing. Like they knew I was in a wheelchair. So they saw I was in a wheelchair. They're like, I'll be like, hey, I need you to put cones out there. They'll go out and help and set up the field. They would listen. It was amazing. I mean, these kids, I mean, I coached under 10 year olds. So it was, it was such a treat. And uh, it, it, it just, it was fun. It was really fun. And also, we're winning. So when you win, it's even more fun. <laughs> you went to the championship? Uh, we were one short of the championship. Okay. But we went, we were, we, we, uh, I think out of 10 teams, we came in second place. We weren't expected to do so well. We came in second place. And I would say we probably came third place in the championship, but it, it was an amazing experience. That's so awesome. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, so I can't wait till my niece to grow up and I'll start coaching her. Yeah. Your little niece that's in the photo. Oh, and that um, uh, Scarlett. Yes. Oh, she's adorable. So you're going to coach her team then? Oh, yeah. Well, she, well, she whatever sport she wants, I'll definitely be there. You know, if I can't, co can't coach, I'll definitely be her biggest fan. You probably see her running around in the mirror already. But uh, I'll definitely be there wherever she wants to do. I love it. Well, from the pictures, it looks like she's the family's heart and soul right there. Oh, <laughs> she's the princess. Oh, yeah. A very tough princess. Oh, I love it. I love it. So you were also um, a motivational speaker. And um, you've done some things when it comes to the school. And, and you've gone back to your, was it your own high school that you went back to? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was my old uh, my old high school. Uh, they invited me to speak uh, for every fifteen minutes, which is the program they do uh, at, at the at the high schools around here. And uh, they asked me, and uh, at first I was like, "Well, my uh, my accident wasn't alcohol related, but I guess yeah. they wanted me to be there. Just hey, anything can happen. You know, it doesn't yeah. have to be alcohol, alcohol related, but anything can happen. And uh, I was a result to that, and I, I spoke, and uh, and. It, it was it was an experience. I wasn't used to talking to so many kids at once. Yeah. It was a little nerve wracking. Oh, so what was the message? What was the main message that you really that you really wanted to get through to these kids? Um, just that uh, you know, you, when you're young, you think nothing can happen. Um, I definitely thought that, and and just like that, my well, you know, 18 years old. That's a prime age. Just when you're starting to grow up and. I mean, I was starting college. I was maybe two months into college. And uh, it's just basically you never know what's going to happen. Always be aware of what you're doing. And, you know, it's just, I mean, it, I'm a result of anything can happen at any time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what what would you say are the blessings that have come out of all of this? Just, just the community and the friends that I made. You know, I definitely lost a lot of friends in the beginning just because um, a lot of them didn't know how to, you know, approach, uh, you know, yeah, approach me because, you know, it's I'm in a wheelchair now. So my life is different. Uh, but now uh, I definitely met new people and, you know, and they accepted me like a regular person, which all I ever want. And it's been amazing because you 
understand and know who your true friends are. And and uh, like I have two best friends that stayed with me since high school. Um, uh, one uh, one Jaime and another uh, Marco. I played soccer with one and football with another, and they stuck by my side ever since. And you know, they're my angels. <laughs> they helped out with everything. They're they were my break. <laughs> they were my getaway. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we take vacations together, just us three, and, you know, and it's now, now they're starting their own families, which is amazing, and Aww. now I'll be, uh, Theo Richie in the wheelchair, and it's, 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 it's awesome just growing up with, uh, with, with friends that I grew up with in high school, and they knew me before I was in a wheelchair. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. So, is there anything that maybe people need to know that they don't know about the quadriplegic community that's you know i mean what would you what would you want people to really have an understanding of that might help them uh don't be afraid of us <laughs> uh, you know there i know that people are curious and i mean everyone's different for like for me i don't mind when people come up to me and like ask me a question or anything cuz i feel the more educated other people are the more accepted i feel like will be you know they just kind of look oh there's something wrong with him because he's in the wheelchair you know it's like hey come up it's like let's talk oh, hey you know some people might be different but for me I, I don't mind talking about it i don't mind you know explaining anything really it's it's just don't be scared of us and hey don't park in the handicapped spots <laughs> there's been a lot of times where they pack kind of handicapped spots or park in the loading part of the handicapped spots that's frustrating yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's for sure. I mean, that is like a no brainer, people, not even for a second. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, um, I hear you because I just feel like I, you have such an amazing story. It's so inspirational. And um, you, you know, you've helped so many other families between you and your mom, between your coaching and and being willing to talk about it too and share your story. I mean, I I I really appreciate it because these are the types of stories that, you know, um, we want we want to open people's minds up to 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 know that that especially in this community, hey, there's people out there willing to help, and and that's you know I can't even imagine being in that situation and then not knowing where to turn to, and um, and having to learn everything from scratch all new without somebody to lend a helping hand along the way, because you're just like, Oh, here you go. You're home. You know, yeah. um, now a, you're on your own. definitely like a lot of things that I can do that I used to be able to do and I can do again, but just now in a different way, I just got to figure it out. It's everything. Everything in this life now is definitely just figure it out and gotcha. you'll find a way. I love it. They just figure it out. And you've come a long way though. Like you said, you know, in the article you shared, I mean, you had a trek, you, you know, I mean, there was all, you couldn't even talk and you know, now you're, you're just, you've been able to do so much and it sounds like you're still like, you're going to continue to coach and have that, you know, still that experience of, of being on, on a team or a part of a team, yeah. you know, that's, Fantastic. I love that. And Rosa, um, it sounds like you guys work your full-time jobs and then you just still do this. And this is something that 
I will tell people you donate your time for and you've helped families, a, a number of families. If somebody's we wants- do, We do it as a team, you know, we're pretty much, my husband usually, you know, usually it's a family, you know, and it involves the whole family. It involves my, my daughter had to deal with a lot. She was in the hospital, you know, with us all, most of the time, you know, she, she even ended up at the time she decided she wanted to go in the medical field and then she did it for a little bit, you know, because she was always in the hospital with us. And when we, when we coach families, um, there's always another sibling. And how does that sibling feel about the, about their brother, you know, um, being uh, hurt like that and stuff. And my daughter and um, Richie, they're very tight. They've always been very close. So to her, she's, um, She's amazing. She helps out so much with him. You know, right now she's a little bit slower. She's pregnant again. So, <laughs> and she has a two, um, the little girl. So she's kind of, you know, but she, she's, um, she helps also with being the part of the sibling, uh, where how she has to deal with it. My husband, how he has to deal with it. So when we teach these families, you know, they always have a sibling. So she was able to talk to that sibling and how she's in that, you know, in that situation. Wow, wow, what a beautiful family you guys are. Oh, it's what a blessing you are to this community. If okay, so how do I know you I know you mentioned that you can't really um how do you get to know families and how do they get to find you? How, how well, do you I, um when we when we first started, we started it through Kaiser and uh, we have Gina that she was one of the Gina and um um Troy, um, they're also, um, they're also a motivational speaker. I mean, they help out also, um, Gina works in the hospital and that's who I told them, I, you know, I want to be in the out, you know, um, out, I don't want to be in the hospital. So what they do, if they, they match you up with families, you know, like they're not going to send me somebody that that's not going to understand his age group kind of, yeah. you know, somebody older or somebody too young or something. So they'll, They'll give them, um, sometimes what they'll do, they'll give them their numbers and then they'll call us because we're not allowed to call anybody and everything is com confidential. So yes. any yes. family that we talk to, we're not allowed um, to yeah. post on Facebook. They have to be the ones to do it. Gotcha. You know, because okay. we're not, you know, there's some families that they want to keep it quiet. They don't want people to know what's going on in your life and know what, you know, some in the beginning it's, the worst thing people don't know what to expect or they don't be unknown so they don't want their stuff out there so we don't do any of that so if anybody wants to call and talk to us um they, they can use my phone number i'm more than happy to give my phone number they you know then we usually because of covid right now we're not letting any families coming into our house yeah so we're yeah. pretty much talking on the phone you know and i yeah. kind of treat them through through certain things and Whatever questions they have, you know, I, you know, we try to answer them because there's some questions that the doctors can't, they can't um, answer you or the nurses, they can't answer you. You know, you have to live it to yeah. know. I even, uh, I even had people like uh, come into my Instagram or my Facebook, send me a message uh, because like uh, sometimes on, uh, on Instagram, I'll post like me playing video games because I, I love video games still. Yeah. And, uh, they'll say, they'll be like, Hey, I'm also a quadriplegic. How do you play video games? And I kind of just, you know, respond to them like, hey, I, I played for so long. I just got better. It's practice, practice. Or, you know, sometimes it'll be like uh, just different things. It's like, hey, how how do you do this? Or 
how did you uh, uh, figure this out or what do you have to do for this? So even some of my, so I, I'll get like messages here and there and I'm yeah. always glad to help, you know, when I can. Absolutely. Is there like a Facebook group at all um, in this community? I mean, I mean, there's a couple Facebook groups I'm in. Um, I mean, you know, just, just basically basic wheelchair, wheelchair groups. I mean, it's not just so much around here, but maybe it's all, it's all over the world. Like, hey, a lot of people say, hey, I got this question. And uh, I've, I've had some questions. I put some questions in there and they help me and answer it. And it's awesome because everyone, everyone there is in a wheelchair and they all have the same problems you do. So it's, it's like, hey, we solved that problem for you. We'll help you out as much as we can. Awesome. Awesome. And is there anybody that you guys turn to along the way or did you just kind of pay, you know, make your own pathway? How did that um, there's there's a few people like um, there's Susan from Independent Living. Uh, she's the director there. I do ask her for a lot of um, information. There's certain information that I need. And then they're great, great, great. Independent Living and um, um, it's a great um, organization that you could go through and, you know, they'll take donations of stuff and they help you out and, they, um, and a lot of stuff, you know. Um, if um, and then there's Troy, um, Troy, uh, what's Troy's last name? I don't know. Plunkett. Name. He but runs a, a spinal cord injury active network. Oh. And he, he is awesome. I, I, they could be any, partners. <laughs> yeah, if anything, I turn to him to almost everything. Almost oh. everything. He, he runs a great, a great uh, network. And uh, I, I turn to him a lot. So he's, I guess he's my mentor because I go to him. Wow. <laughs> he's a paraplegic. Yeah. He's not a quadriplegic. Oh, and, okay. and they, he also does the um, mentoring and Richie and him do team up sometimes when they have a young person they both go and talk to the person or they'll come and they they do team up and which is great because then they'll have you know they they work with each other so that's you know that's really good that you know them teaming up together um and then there is um, Gina. She's at Kaiser. She's really, really busy. So it's kind of hard to always get a hold of her. But if it's something that I really need, then I could get to her. <laughs> but that's pretty much it. Every And every, everybody else pretty much calls us as <laughs> I can. And like I said, there's no, there's no, there's the, there's the, when there's a will, there's a way. That's right. That's I'll right. Figure it out. If we can there's do something, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Well, you, your family, Richie, you guys are giving people hope and you're paying it forward. And um, that's, that just really speaks to my heart. And so I'm so thankful to get to meet, know you guys. I know we have mutual friends, Bear and Evelina, and you actually used to um, be a student at Twin Tigers, right? Yes, way back, way <laughs> back. Yeah, San Francisco. That was. I want to say that's like twenty years ago. God, I'm old now. Wow. (laughs) Well, they're a wonderful couple in the community, and let me just say this article, uh, people, you are gonna want to read it and find out a little bit more about the story. Um, We are online, 110mag.com. We're on social media. If you're local here and you guys, I know you guys got some hard copies. If you're local in the East County area, you can pick up hard copies at our stands and um, go to our website and find out more. And actually also 
you have your email at the end of the article. So if anybody wants to contact you via email, um, Rosa, they can do that. Yes. So thank you for sharing that. And if people have questions or or um, need some help, they can they can obviously refer that refer those people to you. So I just want to thank you so much. It's been a pleasure working with you both with to publish this article and then getting to chat with you in person. And um, I look forward to actually meeting you. I'm sure I'll meet you at some point in time, Richie, in person. Definitely. But, but um, yeah, you, you, your, your whole family is such a blessing and congratulations on the newest edition that's coming soon. It sounds like, do you know if it's a boy or a girl? It's a boy. <laughs> oh, one of each. Oh, well, that's and awesome. And you gotta say too, because Richie will be an ambassador for one of them. One of those. Um, what's it called, Richie? It's a Freedom Tracks. It's one of those tanks. Yes. Uh, but, Talk uh, about that. Talk about that. So, because um, uh, be cool. I've been going, we've been going to uh, been going on vacation with with you know my sister and her uh, husband, and uh, we usually go in the snow and the sand and all that, and it's really hard for me to go into that. Yeah. So I found this thing called Freedom Tracks, and um, it's uh, basically a, a, a little tank that you can roll your wheelchair on top of that helps you go into off-terrain stuff, like in the snow, the sand, mud, whatever. And uh, I was uh, I reached out to them and asked if I can become an ambassador. And actually, today they uh, accepted my uh, accepted me to be part of be part of their team, which I'll probably start posting videos and and all that. So I'll have a promo code and all that. To, to get everything going, so I'm excited, excited for that. We're excited because now he could go. We could go into the snow. We could go to the beach. We could. So we're excited too. So we he could tag along more. He doesn't have to stay in one spot. Yes. Well, that is fantastic, exciting news. So people can follow you on Instagram. Shout out your Instagram and your Facebook right it now. Is, uh, <laughs> my Instagram is cripplekid88. Oh, okay. It's, it's funny. I did it. I mean, that's an old one, but hey, you got to make fun of it, right? Right. That's awesome. So, yes, I'm going to be following for sure. I can't wait to see what this thing is all about and um, watch you in action. Wow. Well, I really always believe that things happen for a reason. There aren't coincidences. I know that I, when I met you, Rosa, and you told me your story, you had no idea you were talking to somebody who would one day publish it. I did not. I just met you and I thought, oh, you know, and then I, and then I kind of like, I don't want to talk to her about my thing. She doesn't, I thought, um, I don't think she wants to hear somebody. You know, I'm, I'm like, I kind of want to have fun right now. I don't want to talk about my life. And then it just kind of came into a little bit. And I'm like, I try not to bore poor people over my our lives, but I didn't know that you were a magazine person until later. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> That was, it, was that, you. it was a pleasure meeting you. Well, and then to find out now that you are able to um, be a part of this whole new program and and um, and uh, and share that with other people, that's great. And then it sounds like that that actually is going to help with mobility for other people. Yeah. Yes, new technology is fantastic, right? Yeah. So. And I think Bear and Ev wanted him to go to the studio and talk to some of the kids at some point. <laughs> so yes. <we'll> yes. <laughs> keep I know you're busy because you know I know that everything takes is is a it's is work for the whole family, but yeah, that would be awesome. I would love to come to that and then let me know when that is because I'll I'll share that and maybe have some yeah. other people come as well, you know. 
bring some 110 readers with me, some kids, who knows? But uh, but that sounds awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure chatting with you both. And uh, I just want to thank you again for your time and sharing your story. Well, you're an inspiration you. and a blessing. And um, yeah, and people go check out the story and uh, check out his Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate you. Uh, uh, bringing this out. I, I, I really appreciate it. Well, my pleasure. So you guys have a wonderful evening and thank you so much. Right, thank you. you. Thank you. Let's see you again. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>